0: It's hard to believe that he's not going through some sort of dementia at this point, Let's be honest. But if that's the case, and it was the whole time, um, it's sad that they would put him through that for just their political needs. Look, first of all, does Joe really need to know where he is? Well, of course he is, but the reality is he's not controlling the strings behind the scene there. Well, that's so... You know, I think... uh, They'll go with the flow. The press will cover them. The mainstream media is going to cover them on occasion for these types of situations. But, yep. yeah, I mean, it is shameful. It, look, it is shameful that there are, this is where we are in politics in 2021 in the United States. And not just any politics, the president of the United States that gets yep. into office, you know, hides throughout the election cycle, gets into office, um, is probably there as the puppet, as I think we all know, Yeah, and... um You know, he's being used and abused, as you just said. It's shameful. And if this is what those that voted for Joe thought they were getting, I think the American people need to take a look in the mirror and start doing their own investigating and not just believing what they hear on the mainstream media.
1: Yes, yes. It is Gary S. Goldman with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast, the author of My Big Mouth and the Ugly Truth, Taking the Stress Out of Opinions versus Facts, that is available on Amazon. And Gary joins us today here on a big program. So, something that I find absolutely fascinating, and uh, I I have, I I cannot wait for you to give me your view on this. But right before they got ready to approve Nancy Pelosi as the Speaker of the House, there was a there was a movement online that was started by Jimmy Dore, uh, formerly of the Young Turks. He's went off and gained his gained his composure and is now an actual real progressive. Um, he started this, forced the vote, and it was wanting to get a vote on Medicare for All because he looks at this and goes, well, there's a worldwide pandemic. People need health care. So the progressive left and the corporate media and everybody just tore him a new a-hole uh, because, well, we, we can't do that. We can't force a vote, blah, 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 blah. Well, now, uh, since the minimum wage might be taken out of the COVID bill, all the progressives that attacked Jimmy Dore and attacked everyone else are all this, Well, we need to force a vote, and we need to have these. We need to all come together and get $15 minimum wage passed. What What is the difference? And what's the difference here?
0: Look at the whole COVID bill. It again. I'd love to pass the – I'd want to pass a COVID bill that really deals with COVID and the situation that we're dealing with, with businesses and people that have been out of work and industries. That's what the COVID bill should be. Minimum wage should have nothing to do with it. I think we both know that. And there's a lot of other stuff in that bill, you know, Nancy Pelosi's pet projects, Chuck Schumann's pet projects, and everyone in between. So the American people, once again, I'd be, you know, sold the bill of goods with the word COVID, (laughs) <laughs> um, it's not doing any of us. A lot of that stuff, James, is not even taking place until 2022, 2024. That's this, that, you know, this too. This too. I, and it's crazy. And, and to, you know, look, at, they can force all the votes they want to force. I really believe that there are many people out there are, are, are rapidly getting buyer's remorse from this group of people that we have just elected to, uh, into Washington. Um, it doesn't do us any good for the immediate time. But the things that they are doing are just so dangerous, and they're costly to the American people. And yes. what is the point? Where was Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer last year when the president was trying to get the COVID bill? They wouldn't sign it for pure political reasons until the election was over. I mean, the hypocrisy in what they're doing, if people can't see through this, then again, we really have a problem the as a society at a whole that we can't see through what's going on here.
1: We have got Gary S. Goldman with us today. He joins us live here on the uh, big program, talking about some of the different news and views uh, of the of the political day. You can get Gary's book, My Big Mouth and the Ugly Truth, taking the stress out of opinions versus facts. It is available on Amazon, and uh, Gary is is doing just uh, gangbusters with this book. So. Another thing that I want to get your take on is this uh, this Trump speech on Sunday at CPAC. Uh, I listened to it. Oh my God, that was long. Um, <laughs> second, he loves cutting promos on people. Uh, he gets up there and he and he he does as they as they said on that one Seinfeld episode. He named names. <laughs> What do you think of the the probability of Trump running again and if he does, uh, the possibility of him winning again?
0: I'm still not sold that Donald Trump is gonna run again. Look at four years from now is is not a long time. You know that old scenario yes. that is a long yes. time. Um what will Donald be, 78, roughly, at that time? See,
1: this is the thing. There's a lot of people talking about Biden running for re-election, and I'm like, that's
0: not happening. No. <laughs> and, and I'm not sure he. he – well, no, maybe he does want to run again, but I'm going to hold judgment on whether he should – look, at if Donald Trump is the guy running, most likely I'm going to support him. Yeah. Uh, but with that saying, I'm not sure that's wise. I, I think I think President Trump, or President Trump, can do a lot for the party and a lot for that 75 plus million people that voted for him. If he can be the advocate going forward, so we retake the you know the house. He
1: honestly, Gary, could be the Republicans' version of Obama because one of the things that happened when when Obama, you know, this this last election cycle. When they wanted Joe to be the nominee, there's a lot of people that said that he gave all these people phone calls and said, "Hey, you know, if you get out of the race and and support Biden, we'll we'll take care of you later." I I think Trump could do the same thing. He could, you know, be a kingmaker essentially. Yeah, and I think he can, and I think he
0: I think that's a great role for him initially, and we'll see where it leads as far as whether he was willing to. Put the time and the effort at that age into running for president again. Yeah. I, I think he can do a lot more getting, helping us get the right people in order, real Republicans, real conservatives in in office. Um, look at, it. there's a lot of cleaning up to do, as we saw from the vote on the impeachment in our own party, and and just things in general. Look at the night they realized President Trump was losing on November 3rd. And I think we spoke earlier that evening. Yes.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, you are on our election coverage.
0: He's going, you know, just trying to get away from him quickly. Those are the people that we, are, are, we don't need in our party. Yeah, we they need to go. We want <laughs> the Democrats, but they stick together and they very seldom do they do that to one of their own. We've got to stop this if we want to put a strong party together and we want to win in the future. And I think that's where this president can help. I think Donald Trump's very bright. I love his policies. I'm not, always, I'm not always on with his rhetoric at times, but, you know, you've got you to give and take on some things. But I think he is the guy to help this party. His, look at the, if the people that voted for Donald Trump, and I say this to my lovely friends here in uh, Massachusetts, my liberal <laughs> friends, they're not going anywhere. And there's 75 million, I think there's 80-plus million that voted for him to value the truth. And they're not going anywhere, and they're not going to shush them away just by ignoring them. But he is the catalyst that can keep the movement going. So I think he is the guy that really has to help, and I think he's willing to. And I think the Republican Party, the National Republican Party, needs a lot of work to do, too. And they have to utilize Donald Trump. The Mitt yeah. Romney's of the of, of the party are, are few and far between, oh, and, and not ready to go anywhere. They're, they're <laughs> going to die. It's a Liz cheney. she dug herself, she really put herself in a corner. Uh, Nikki Haley, I think has some problems. I, I don't know, not even understand why she did that so soon to President Trump. Um, she'll have some explaining to do as time goes on. But yeah. uh, Donald Trump's the guy to move the party forward. If you saw the crowds there Sunday night, in and out of where he was speaking, and that's all people wanted to hear was former President Trump.
1: I'll, I'll tell you, it's it, it people people love as as I always like to say they love the wrestling promo. They <laughs> they love him getting up there and you know naming names and and talking about how he's going to do this he's going to do that, you know. Uh, something that uh, one final thing I want to get your your take on here, my friend, is this uh, this Joe, I, and I, I I gotta get out of saying Joe Biden because we all know Joe Biden ain't running nothing. Uh, but the Biden administration, or or as my good friend Frank Cornishio said earlier this week, the Biden Harris administration, um, Biden only declared a state of emergency for seventy-seven counties rather than the. Entire state of Texas following this winter storm. What is going on with this? Well, I, I think it's pure. Po- I think we both know it's pure politics.
0: But yeah, there's yes. no reason. Maybe not every county was going to get declared, though. It, it, you can always declare the emergency, then pull it back as well. Well,
1: yeah, you
0: know. But Biden does not really care because this is the way I look at it. If Biden cared about Texas and as far as was worried about turning Texas blue, he would have been pushing counties through as quickly as he could. Biden's going to take Texas by what he does best, opening the borders, letting illegals come in, and change the vote through that particular means. So I'm not sure if President Biden is concerned about Texas. I think there's political pay, uh, payback going on here. He's not thrilled with the people of Texas. And I think there will be a political price because I think, this whole this whole border situation is, is is actually starting to blow up in his face. Yes. And it's I don't think he's going to turn states blue just by letting illegals in to the country, though they'd like it to happen. I'm not saying it's not going to happen in some states. Oh, yeah. But I think there's a political calculation here, and I think it's going to blow up. There's no reason. Look, I have friends in Texas. I've talked to them recently. It's a disaster down there, James, what's going on. Yes. Uh, people's yes. houses, their homes, you know, Businesses are ruined. There's a lot of work to be done. So not to declare it, not to send in your disaster teams and do the evaluation um, and have them on standby like President Trump did with hurricanes that either came or they didn't come. There's no sense of urgency here, and there's no sense of urgency because it's a political matter. on am the Biden-Harris or the O-Biden-Harris. <laughs>
1: It is Gary S. Goldman with us today, and uh, Gary, uh, bring us up to speed on 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 the radio program, the books, everything.
0: Yeah, so the book is as you've been putting it out, and thank you, is doing well, and this, the the uh, radio show is doing great. We're up, we're on five stations in New England now, six stations. Wow! So we, you know, we're in all all it's just about all the New England states. And we are actually looking and talking with somebody about putting the show on five mornings a week, so wow. there's a lot going on? I'd say by the middle of the summer, we hope to be on hopefully on a daily basis on a large metro Boston station, along with keeping all of the stations that we have in New Hampshire, Maine, and keeping them on board as well so it's it's going well. You know, I don't have to tell you it's a lot of work it, it, yes, it's just uh constant yes. work. I do more reading now than I did in grade school. that's. What it <laughs>
1: Well, Gary, you are always a treat, my friend. Thank you for doing this, and uh, I look forward to our next conversation. Thank you, my man. Thanks, James. Have a wonderful day. Appreciate it. There he goes, Gary S. Goldman, the nationally recognized host of Business Politics and Lifestyles. Of course, it is a weekly talk program, maybe going to be five days a week. Holy smokes. Congratulations to Gary on the book as well. We are going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we have got more coming up here on our big program.